Welcome, Giants fans, to another episode of Only a Giant. Thanks for joining me again after, unfortunately, another rough, rough game, uh, 13 to 27 loss. Giants are now sitting at 5 and 10. Everything kind of went well after the fact. You know, Washington lost, Dallas beat Philly. So we're still kind of sitting in a good spot where, you know, if we can win against Dallas and the Eagles can beat the Redskins, we can still sneak into the playoffs, which is pretty cool. Uh, meaningful football going into January. I, I can't complain about that. I'll get a little bit more into that after, um, you know, kind of the review of the game and everything because I do have some thoughts on that. Let's get right into the beer of choice, and I'm going to do things a little bit differently. I, I kind of came up with a cool idea. At least I think it's cool. You guys can let me know what you think. I'm going to do the the beer of the episode on Untapped. Untapped is kind of like a you know an app that you can use to review beers, to find new beers, you know, to to check in with beers and give your own ratings. And I, I think it's actually a really cool app. I've used it in the past, kind of off and on but never very consistently. So I think this will be a good way to kind of keep up with the beers that I have done and use an overall rating system. And, you know, if you guys want to join me on untapped, you can follow me on there. Uh, We can link up and kind of let me know what you think about beers that I've had that maybe you want to try or have tried and see what you think. Or if there's a beer that you want me to try, maybe leave a note on there too, or, you know, we can even link up on Twitter with that too. So the beer of the episode tonight we're going to do is Jai Alai, which is a Cigar City Brewing, which is located in Tampa, Florida. It's an India Pale Ale. It is, let's see here. I don't think it actually says. Oh, it does say it's 7.5% with 65 IBUs. I have had some of the beer. I've never been like overly impressed, but I would still say it's good beer. So let's give it a shot. And then what I'll do is I'll put it onto, onto Untapped and give it a, a rating on there as well. So yeah, let's do this. Cheers, guys. Uh, you know, sorry for the shitty game that we just had to witness. Granted, I guess it's not my fault, but hey, um, we're here talking about it, and we'll get through it and kind of move on. So cheers. So, initial thoughts. Pretty tasty. It almost has like a little bit of a fruity, fruity taste to, to start, and then you kind of really get hit with the hops. I'd have to do a little bit more reading up on, on this brewery because that was actually a little bit better than, than I thought it was going to be. On a, on a rating scale of, of 1 to 5 where you can kind of give the you know quarters and stuff like that, I think I'd give that let's give that a 4.25. Actually, that was, that was really good. A lot better than I thought it was going to be. So, let's get into some other things. I think we'll talk a little bit about just some things that happened kind of around the league today. Uh, a couple injuries that we that we heard about. Uh, Jared Goff may miss a start. Kyler Murray's hurt as well. He may miss a start. Some big quarterback news kind of going down to the wire here with with playoffs coming up. I'm actually watching the Buffalo Bills New England Patriots game right now as I'm recording this. Uh, Buffalo actually just scored a touchdown, but Belichick called a timeout right before the play started. So still ten to nine Buffalo. Um, some other news which <laughs> makes me laugh quite a bit is Dwayne Haskins cut. That's pretty surprising. Or I guess wave might be the right right term because he's gonna you know be submitted to the waiver process and someone can claim him. I have a buddy that's a that's a big Redskins fan and he doesn't seem overly surprised by it. He was uh, he was pretty optimistic about Haskins and you know I can't blame him and and he's not surprised. 
So that that to me is kind of alarming, and and obviously Ron Rivera <laughs> isn't liking what he's seen to just go out and and wave him. That's pretty that's pretty crazy to me. You know, he was drafted in 20, 2018, same year, same class as Daniel Jones. That he's the first guy, first round pick from that class to be cut, I believe. Uh, first quarterback in a while, I as well uh, to be cut this quickly by a team. So that that's that's you know not insignificant news. That that's kind of news pertaining to our division, and it, it's kind of it'll be interesting to see what Washington does going forward here. Do they have a plan for agency? Granted, we don't know who necessarily is going to hit free agency. Do they you know look to draft somebody? That's probably what I think they might do. Um, it sucks to be in that position. And I just realized I'm calling them the Redskins this whole time. Uh, the Washington football team. Sorry about that. But until they have a name, you know, it's really going to be hard to just keep calling the Washington football team because that's not their long-term, long-term answer for, for the name. Um, anyway, so I think we'll get back into the actual game review. And it's not pretty. You know, it, it just seems confusing to me that we can't stick to any type of a run game at all. It's really tough. <laughs> Gallman had six carries in the game for 27 yards. How how does that a recipe for success when you already can't throw the ball? You you have you know a, a suspect offensive line. Yeah, we give up six sacks, but you want to know what? When you throw the ball 41 times, what do you what do you think is going to happen when you have kind of a, an offensive line that's been struggling? You're putting them in in so many passing. Uh, plays that they have to be nearly perfect to to not give up six sacks. It it's just it's mind boggling. You know we've proven that we can run the ball successfully, but we just don't do it. I know this game kind of worked out a little bit weird for the running game because because uh, the Ravens had so many injuries in the secondary that you you felt like you had to attack. But why are we letting their injuries dictate what we can do well on offense? That's not that's not how this should work. You know, if we can run the ball good, we should be trying to run the ball and establish that. And we didn't. You know, to me, this offensive game plan that we had was trash, uh, which just leads me to believe more and more that Jason Garrett is not the answer, and I hope we fire him. You know, it, just, it is what it is at this point. Now, I, I'm kind of curious about a couple other things. I've had a lot of conversations with uh, some other fellow Giant fans uh, on Twitter and a couple other places man, are, are our receivers just that bad with getting separation with just everything in general? Like, is, is that the issue? Is it not really the play calling? Is it that we have one wide receiver that can get open and Shep and we don't have a number one wide receiver, you know, Slayton at times looks disinterested. He, there's how many times do we throw the ball up when Daniel Jones is getting pressured immediately and he he's getting ready to throw the ball up to Slayton and Slayton can't find it or isn't ready for it it's like is he disinterested does he not want to play what's what's going on there you know he he to me has actually been probably one of the biggest disappointments of this offense beginning of the year you know I was pretty pumped about him he came out played really well against the Steelers and then just disappears you know he has not been seen pretty much the rest of the year he's had a couple of plays here and there but makes me think that, you know, the wide receiver position really needs an upgrade. And maybe that's part of the problem with Jason Garrett. Maybe, you know, he needs some, some more talent at the wide receiver position. I, you know, maybe two wide receivers might be the answer, you know, between free agency and the draft. 
this year. Uh, I just don't see going into next year with the wide receiver group that we have right now. It, it just wouldn't work. That being said, I don't think it's going to work with Jason Garrett. You know, if, if for some reason we do end up keeping him, so be it. That's fine uh, because I do trust Joe Judge. And I think that as this offense kind of gels and, and, and things kind of start clicking, we will get better. Uh, you know, it, one thing that we tend to really forget, I forget this all the time, we didn't have an offseason with a brand new coach, with a young quarterback, learning a new system. Yes, it should be better. No doubt in my mind, it should be better than what it is. But this is also reality right now. Things aren't going good offensively. Uh, you know, a lot of things need to change, I think, going forward. That And that's, you know, win or not next next week against Dallas. Uh, so let's get back a little bit more into the game. Uh, offensively for the Giants, first half we had three possessions. And, you know, we had roughly seven to eight minutes time of possession which is horrible, horrible. That first drive, I believe it was the first drive, we had a couple penalties, you know, kind of while while we're trying to try to get a first down. We had, we made no attempts at all to stick to the run in this game. And, you know, I kind of mentioned that already. But it's just it's mind-boggling to me. I, I don't understand why we're not doing that. Maybe it's today's NFL. I don't know. Don't. It's just, it's just weird. Daniel Jones was sacked six times in the game. Um, there was this, uh, the PFF New York giants, uh, account on Twitter, which I don't like to give too much credit to them, but they put out a a tweet saying that Daniel Jones was one of the only two quarterbacks to be sacked 10 times within two and a half seconds. That is crazy. Who's going to succeed with that? Nobody's going to succeed with that. Um, that, that clearly kind of shows you that the offensive lines, while it's making progress, I won't say that it isn't uh, is still an issue, and that also makes me think a little bit too. Like, is Daniel Jones not making the correct reads? Is Nick Gates not making the correct reads when setting protection, or are these plays just so long developing that we're not even having having a chance to you know get somewhere that we need to be with this offense too? The whole second half when they're in cover zero, no safeties over top putting everyone up the line of scrimmage. Okay, yes, Jones needs to read that. Who says he had he isn't though? But why are we not getting plays, you know, to to battle that? Why are we not getting quick quick hitting slants or rub routes or doing something to get the ball out of Jones' hands quicker? Why are we not running the ball? Do we not have any faith in our offensive line to run the ball when we've been able to do it all year against good run defensive teams? So and yes, I know this. You know the score indicates that maybe we needed to pass a little bit more with that thirteen to twenty-seven loss, but that's a good way of like establishing, you know, keeping of keeping the the ball, of you know, converting third downs, getting into third and shorts. We're just not doing it, and it's just dumb to me. It really is. Shep had nine receptions for seventy-seven yards and a touchdown. He, I would say he played pretty well. He, he didn't adjust to a, a, a route, that which was actually a cover zero situation. I think it was the second quarter where Jones was thinking he was going to go deep because of the, the coverage, and he, he cut it short, and Jones had already thrown it deep. So that was probably one of our only really chances to, to hit a deep ball. Evan Ingram had seven receptions for 65 yards. Dante Pettis had two for 33. Uh, the, the chances that Pettis did have, 
I thought he looked actually looked pretty good. He looked kind of sharp running his routes. I would be curious to I, I, I'd like to see him have more opportunities. Uh, CJ Board had a huge third down drop in the I believe it was the first half. Slayton targeted eight times, had two catches. Really, honestly, he just looked he just looked not interested. You know, is is the scheme not used to to get him the ball at all? The one game that we tried to like force feed him, I felt like it didn't work. Offensively, nothing really went well. Uh, the worst play of the game to me was that third and three deep ball. That was just horrible. I know we've tried that a couple times this year, and it hasn't worked hardly at all. I don't believe. Uh, but I guess my biggest issue with it is it seems like third down conversions is one of our biggest weaknesses of this offense. One of, I would say, the biggest weaknesses. On the year, we're ranked 28th in the league in converting third downs at 37.7%. 28th in the league. Last three games, 31st in the league at 27.2%. 27.3, actually. Horrible. Per game, we're 26th in the league with converting 4.8 third downs. Last three games, three conversions per game. That is horrible. That is the worst in the league. So my issue with this is if it's something that we're clearly struggling with, why don't we focus on getting the first down? You know, it's third and three. It wasn't, you know, this crazy long third and eight, third and nine, third and ten. I get the idea of, like, having a deep shot on that because maybe they aren't expecting it. But our one of our biggest issues on this offense right now is the fact that we can't convert third downs. You know, the, the Ravens have the ball, the first drive for eight minutes and 12 seconds. We have the ball for like a minute and we don't convert and we give it right back. So third downs is clearly an issue. So we got to focus on that more. That to me, isn't wide receiver. That isn't Darius Slayton not being a good wide receiver, that's play calling. 100% play calling. So that needs to be fixed. You know, that that's a big issue. Uh, we've had times this year where we've been pretty successful on third down, and that has kind of correlated with wins. And it, it's like it's all or nothing with us right now, it feels like. We have games where we're 6 for 10 or, you know, eight for 14 or something like that on third down. And then we have games like this where we're just horrible, horrible on third down. So we'll get a little bit into the defensive side of the game um, for us. First half was pretty rough. Uh, I felt like we just kind of sat back in a soft zone and got ran all over. We got passed all over pretty much anything that Baltimore wanted to do worked. Uh, Baltimore's first drive, like I said earlier, was 13 plays for 82 yards. They had the ball for 8 minutes and 12 seconds, and it resulted in a touchdown. Four of those 13 plays was Lamar kind of just, you know, getting the ball and taking his first read and hitting him, you know, while we're sitting back in this soft zone, which I don't mind the the idea of it and the theory of what we did because, honestly, that was kind of what I was thinking we would do, and that might be what works best It's kind of sitting back in zone and seeing if Lamar will hit his guys. But we didn't force him off his first read hardly at all. Um I will say that his first touchdown pass to uh, Marquise Brown was a, was a pretty throw. 
and he kind of he did go through a progression on that, I believe. And Yadam just ah, you're the last guy on that side. You gotta you gotta stay with him at that point. That was a little bit frustrating. Second drive for Baltimore, ten plays, sixty five yards. Had the ball for five minutes and five seconds. Touchdown. Third drive, thirteen plays, sixty yards. Field goal. So I mean, we had the ball for almost seven seven to eight minutes in the first half. Baltimore had three drives in the first half, 13 plays, 10 plays, 13 plays. So, yes, our defense didn't play great this game. You know, the soft zone stuff wasn't working great in the first half. But, man, offense, you got to take some pressure off the defense. The defense can't do it all every week. You know, the defense did a great job against Seattle and, and you know, kind of did the be- their best they could do to get us a win. And they did it, but they can't do that every week. So the offense needs to figure something out. It's pathetic, honestly. Second half, we kind of figured things out a little bit defensively. Uh, we forced two punts. Uh, we had that fumble right kind of in the red zone. Um, Baltimore only scored seven points in the second half. So, you know, you hold them to seven points in the second half. That's that's awesome. But our off- offense still just is not up to the task of anything, of, you know, showing any type of fight, of, of – just anything in general. They just didn't look good. So that's the game, guys. You know, I, I, I didn't want to really get too deep into, you know, going by play by play because it just wasn't a pretty game. I don't think anyone really wants to go that deep into things. I do want to get a little bit into the Giants in general right now. I see everyone on Twitter kind of going off about, you know, Giants need to lose this game because of draft picks and yada, yada. Guys and girls, we've had the draft picks the last three, four years, however many years it's been. We need a playoff game more. We need a win against Dallas more than, than you know, improving picks by a couple places or anything like that. Winning solves it all. We really need, for, for the team, for the organization, for the fans, we need to win this game without any question in my mind. So someone rooting to lose this game it's just dumb to me. You know, you, you can do that if you want. I'm not going to. I'm I'm still in the mindset that this team can make a run, that we can get in the playoffs. You never know what's going to happen. I said this to someone earlier on Twitter. You know, back in 07, we lost to the Redskins, I think, week 15. We didn't have a good year that year. You know, I, I think we finished the year, I want to say, 9-7. and seven. Um, We lost that game to the Redskins, and no one thought we were going anywhere at that point. Next week, we had that game against the Buffalo Bills in the snow, and we win. And I think that kind of sealed our, our playoff chances. You know, we, we were going to be in the playoffs at that point. And then we, you know, played the played the Patriots week 17 and, and had a great game against them. So things can change quick in the NFL, guys. You know, if we can beat Dallas in week 17 and, and just sneak into the playoffs, who knows what can happen? I'm not trying to sit here and say, by the way, that we are this 2017 because we're not. We we don't have the talent that team had. Um, you know, we, we still have a rookie coach. We have a very young quarterback that just hasn't figured things out yet. So, no, I'm not comparing us to the 2007 team. But I'm just I'm, – I'm comparing the situation. We, we need to win. The, you know, beating Dallas this year is huge. If we can beat Dallas this year – whether we we make the playoffs or miss the playoffs at that point, I would consider this season a success. We beat the Eagles, who we can never seem to beat. 
and if, and then we beat Dallas, another team that we just can't beat, that shows that we're doing something right in the NFC East. We're figuring things out. We're making improvements because that's where we need to win those games. If we're going to make the playoffs in the future, we need to win those games. We, you know, maintain the the sweep of Washington, and I hope we continue to do that. And, you know, winning those games makes it easier to do that. So that's my thought on that. I'm never going to sit here and try to root for the Giants to lose because that's not just going to happen. That's just not going to happen. Um, so let's go Giants. Guys, come on. You know, stop rooting for this team to lose. Stop rooting for draft picks. We'll worry about the draft after the season. I will be curious to see what Jason Garrett has planned for this game. I feel like he must have some sleeves, you know, some tricks up his sleeve for this. I hope, um, you know, if we win and that means he stays, I still want us to win. Um, because I do trust this coaching staff. I think we need, I just, we need talent, man. This team is not talented enough right now to really go far in this playoffs. But, but we're getting there, you know. So that's all I got for you guys today. Um, I will probably have the preview episode out Thursday, maybe Friday. I know it's New Year's Day, but I'm not opposed to doing that. Uh, for now, though, you know, let's let's once again get this ugly loss out of our mouth and try to get over it. And let's look let's look forward to Dallas, and hopefully we can get a win there. And then see what happens. You know, we have a, our games at one, and the Philly Redskins game, I believe, is an eight o'clock game or eight twenty. I think that's a game Philly can win. I don't care who's starting for Washington. Jalen Hurts has been playing pretty good, so if we win, I, I feel good. I feel good going you know into that game later about our playoff chances. We just got to take care take care of business against Dallas, and that's been an, an issue with us all year, but. That doesn't mean we can't do it. You know, we did it against Seattle when no one thought we were going to. So that's it for now, guys. Let's freaking go.